What radio, the music you want. With your host, he's Dan. Don't do anything stupid. Radio What. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous. It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time now. And today on the program, I get to complete the set, the action figures of the Bad Habit Band. I've been talking to the other members of the Bad Habit Band. I talked to Zachary Smith, and I talked to the Bennett Boys, Jack and Sam Bennett. And today, yeah, the final action figure in the collection, Caleb Hatley. I get to speak to him. Uh, all I know is he's the bassist, man, and he's got cool sunglasses. And we're going to know a little bit more about Caleb Hatley. Coming up this week, my DJ shows, uh, ooh, tomorrow night, it's Wednesday right now, so tomorrow night, Thursday, May 23rd, I'll be at the Old Post Barbecue in Russellville, Arkansas from 6 to 9 for the karaoke video dance party. Yeah, karaoke. If you've never sang karaoke, it's your night. Bring the whole family. It's family friendly right there at the Old Post in Russellville, Arkansas. Great food, man. Oh, they always send me home with chicken wings or some kind of barbecued meat. Um, um, yum. I eat good. So, <laughs> and then on Friday, oh, the regular show at the Rab. I'm there every Friday night for the most part. That's May 24th, the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. Video dance party, karaoke jam, full bar. This is an adult show. Yep. All the kiddies under 21. I'm sorry. So, yes, yeah, full bar, kitchen is open, pool tables. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time, Friday nights. And then Saturday, yeah, I definitely got to tell you about the Saturday show. That's a benefit, and everyone's invited. It's in Conway, Arkansas, and it's the uh, uh, the Brookside Fiesta, and that's May 25th from 10 to 3 in the p.m., on saturday may 25th and it's over at the conway ministry center in conway arkansas 701 polk street conway arkansas let me read the details here join the families of brookside for a mexican fiesta to celebrate and share with you their mexican heritage culture and food fresh tamales tacos empanadas and homemade flour tortillas will abound as you and your family enjoy the music of the traditional mariachi jalisco and the famous leticia retta ballet quetzali folkloric dancers isaac Wagera, frida auction come learn more about our neighbors to the south as you feast in support of our brookside neighbors now brookside is a community on oak street in conway arkansas and it's a trailer park and they're being evicted at the end of june they got to be out done 108 families or i don't know so somewhere over 100 families are being evicted from brookside's trailer park in conway on oak street so be there come on out to the Brookside Fiesta from 10 to 3 at the Conway Ministry Center. All right, party people, I made you wait long enough. Let's give a chit-chat to Caleb Hatley of the Bad Habit Band, Little Rock's Bad Habit. All right, party people, 
calling Caleb Hatley now. Caleb Hatley, please. Speaking. Oh, ¿quieres hablar en español? Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> si quieres, podemos hablar en español. This is Keys Dan from the What Makes You Famous podcast. How is your day, Caleb Hatley? It's been a strange be- day, but I mean, it's, it's, it's going. I like strange days because that uh, means they're filled with stories and I have time to fill. And I want to fill it with knowledge from you i want to know about caleb hatley the fourth and final member of bad habit to make it to the what makes you famous podcast what did you do today that made it so strange Mm. uh i've been home all day usually i'm out and doing stuff today i've actually gotten to just sit down and you know talk with friends play games with friends Okay, so that's unusual that you're usually mm-hmm. out and about. You're, you're a traveling man out there mm-hmm. in the world learning things. As of lately, yes. Okay, all right. But what made you stay home today? Just didn't have any plans. Just got to stay home. All right, but you say you play was, with friends. Do you play online? Mm-hmm. I play Xbox online. Xbox. Man, the only gaming system that I don't have in front of me. <laughs> PS3, PS4, Wii U, Switch. Uh, a Nintendo knockoff with 600 games, but That's no, <laughs> I don't have an Xbox. Yeah, I listened to the podcast yesterday with Jack and Sam. You did? And uh, mm-hmm, I was laughing at that. I was like, the only console. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but do I have time to play any games? No, not uh, really. Words yeah. with friends on my phone, maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> And that's about the only thing that I get to to waste time with. Uh, Other than that, I get to have good conversations with people on this podcast. And speaking of good people, Caleb Hatley, I hear you good people. You're too nice. You say where are good people? I hear you're good people. Mm. Are you asking like who who they are? No, no, no. I hear that you are good people. Yep, that went straight over my head. Okay. Why, thank you. You're a good person. <laughs> <laughs> You're a good poison, sir. Yes, you are. Why, thank you. Why, thank you. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> so you woke up this morning, and <laughs> what time was that? Um, Around 9 or 10. I slept in today. Nice. I'd like to sleep in. That would be a good thing. <laughs> so, That'd be a good day. And so how old are you? 17. And still in school? Mm-hmm. Turning a, I'm becoming a senior as of August or whenever I get my, whenever I get my, you know, the report card. Okay. All right. Uh, Report card looking good. It's going to be. Oh yeah. Is it going to be good news? It is. is. Oh yeah. All right. (laughs) Mom and dad, (laughs) what do they do? Uh, My dad is an insurance adjuster. He used to be a radio. He used to do stuff on the radio and uh, he used to be on news channels. What kind of stuff on radio? What kind of stuff? Uh, sports. He would. Uh, he was a broadcast announcer, I think, at the Twisters games. That's cool. Back in the and day, the gang man. How long ago was <laughs> that? 
2009, 2010, around that time. Very cool. A while back. Well, okay, 2009, 2010, I was working at Sports 93.3, the source in Little Rock, Arkansas, and I know nothing about sports. <laughs> I was working with uh, with Pat Bradley and, and Clint Sterner, their former Razorbacks, and then I was working with Michael Smith, another former Razorback, and uh, working with uh, other newscasters and broadcasters. So I learned a little bit of something, but really all I was doing was pr- producing the show, adding a little music in the background, mm-hmm. and making sure that their mic levels were up. So I was an engineer of sorts. Yeah, that sounds like fun. And every well, every once in a while they'd let me let me get on the air because they they knew that I was an on air personality in Miami. And so excellent news. All right, where where were you born? Let's start there, Mister Caleb Hatley. Um, Topeka, Kansas. What? But I was born I was born there, and about three months after I was born, we moved to arkansas we and we we moved around places mainly in little rock and sherwood we uh, we had a bunch of different houses but we eventually settled down on the edge of sherwood now is this dad with the insurance adjusting that he was adjusting all over the country or was this uh one Mm -hmm. of mom's jobs this is before all the insurance adjusting that's a primarily new job okay for him so what did dad do that he had to move around uh i think he got a job up in kansas yeah if i remember correctly and uh, so we all moved up there just so for his job. Well, I, I don't remember the exact story why we moved back. I'm sure. not sure if he you were just a wee quit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So what does mom do? Mom is a musician. She what? plays piano. She does. She's a really good singer. Her and my older sister, they both they're both able to do like opera stuff. So they get gigs around my mom does side jobs and stuff like grubhub not sponsored you, and um yeah you, you know you're allowed at, to promote her if she wants to be promoted oh yeah leanne hatley get her on grubhub leanne <laughs> but she hatley. also check it out during during the school year she will work at ualr okay for i'm not 100 percent sure what she does but i know she teaches students helps them yeah, you know, she's just the piano player around there. This is leading me to believe that uh, that musicianship and and the the like is hereditary. It's definitely mm-hmm. genetic. It and, is. And does Dad sing or play any music or at all? He played trumpet in college, and after that, he just nothing really musical. Come on, what kind of music does Dad like? Oh, uh, mainly rock, metal, all that good stuff. Rock metal are you ready to rock does he know how to put the finger sign up if he's doing rock as opposed to, oh yeah as opposed Definitely. to i love you yeah you know gotta br- gotta bring that thumb in so it's rock if you put mm-hmm. that thumb out it's i love you you got yeah, he's a concert guy when he goes to concerts he gets going yeah and he definitely puts up the rock sign has to put the rock sign very cool very cool so dad's a rocker and mom's a musician and and you have uh one sister Two sisters and a brother. Okay. And the one sister, the older sister is opera? <laughs> she does all sorts of singing jobs. Wow. What is, what's her name? Who's Kira. Kira Hatley. Kira Hatley. Very cool. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and have you ever done anything with them? Have you ever jammed with, with the mom and, and the siblings? 
other than Guitar Hero and Rock Band, nothing more than that. <laughs> <laughs> dig it, dig it. All right, and then uh, what are the other? Okay, that was the older sister, Kira. Mm-hmm. Uh, any any other siblings? You said a brother and a sister. I have my older brother who just graduated. His name's Christian. Yeah, he works at UPS at the moment. Dig it, yeah. excellent mm-hmm. delivery guy. And UPS is a great job. Oh my goodness. Oh they, yeah, they get. Uh, I think they top out at thirty five an hour, big time. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Oh yeah. Is he doing the, the courier service or is he on the on the deck? He's on the deck. He uh, loads the trucks right now. Yeah, yeah. You got to work your way up. No, no. You definitely have to work your way up in that job. That that company's been around since 1908. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big time. Anyway, mm-hmm. all right. UPS, and then the other sibling. Next in line's me, and then then there's my little sister who's currently going into tenth grade. Oh, excellent. Sylvan Hills. Excellent. Good student. Mm-hmm. All right. A's all and right. B's. A's and B's, top two, excellent. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, so did you? Where did you go to school? Uh, I went to Holy Souls up till fourth grade, Holy and then I Where's uh, Holy moved. Souls at? It's over by Catholic High in that area, Little Rock. Oh okay. And then mm-hmm. uh, after that, I I've gone to Sylvan Hills ever since. Sylvan Hills. Now that is an actual school because I've always thought of that as like a tutoring place. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's it, an actual school. It is an actual school. Now, what's the difference between Sylvan Hills and any other school? Is it a private school? It's a public school. A public school. Sylvan Holy Hills. Souls was a private school. Holy Souls. Okay. Now, did you notice a difference between the two different curriculums? Uh, uh, I guess Holy Souls is a Catholic school. Mm-hmm. It went. Um, it was a lot more difficult. Yeah. And so coming over to a public school is a bit easier. Yeah, I did Catholic school till about sixth grade. And I remember I did second and third grade in the same year because I, I think they, they thought I was smart. But I don't know <laughs> if that was such a good idea because after that, I was just average. You know, yeah, I, was I can a, understand that. Yeah, I was a superstar in second grade, but then they moved to the third. Eh, he's just a regular kid now. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then ever since, just a regular kid, regular kid. <laughs> All right. So how how are you doing? You, you say you're doing real good in school. Mm-hmm. What are your favorite subjects? Um, math, more in particular, um, statistics and history. You know what Baljeet says? Math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because of because uh, of my statistics teacher, I found a new love for math, and it's just you look at everything differently. It's yeah. yeah. So it's what, good and bad. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. What, what is it with statistics? Uh, do you do you have to do you look at things like as you measure? You, are you always analyzing things? Yeah. What you do is um, if you want to back something up with facts or something like that, you uh, you use statistics and you can back something up. So if someone says something you're not sure about it, you can get the statistics on it, whether it's, you know, an association between something, all sorts of stuff. You, you, can, uh, you can find the true prob- probability of, you know. Are you a finding- da- data hound? Mm-hmm. You, you, are you always looking to, to, to gain more knowledge through data? I'm getting that way. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. You yeah. have a thirst for knowledge. I mean, so do I. Mm-hmm. I, I. I find in my in my 50 years that I know nothing. I, you know, when I was 17, when I was your age, I knew everything. <laughs> I, and, and I know now, how that feels. Now I know nothing. Because you you know when you start off you got the whole world in front of you you could do anything you could be anything 
And what you want to be, it seems, is a musician. And that's great. So where did that bug first hit you, the music bug? I would have to say eighth grade. I, I haven't really pinpointed the grade because I've thought about it a lot. I'm like, when did I really get into this? Because in middle school, I just listened to you know, whatever pop songs I liked. I had to hide it, though, because I liked Taylor Swift and all my other friends, you know. Oh, <laughs> but um, I liked Alanis Morissette. I liked Alanis oh, yeah. Morissette. <laughs> Nowadays, I'll flaunt it all I want. I'll be like, yeah, I love Taylor Swift, so what? Yeah, but, um, Tay-Tay's great. Mm-hmm, in eighth, I think it was eighth grade. I know it was uh, around 2015, 2016. I saw Def Leppard. My dad approached me. He was like, hey, Def Leppard's in town. Would you you know, want to go see him. I was like, well, sure. I listened to some of their songs at this time. I was, uh, getting kind of into Aerosmith Yeah. and, um, I, you know, love and an elevator, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, Def Leppard songs would come on. I listened to iHeartRadio, and sure. Def Leppard songs would come on and I was like, they're really good. And it just so happens that he went to town. So we got tickets way up in the upper bowl and it was like a religious experience. I know Tesla opened up for him and, uh, oh. watching Frank Hannon play. Yeah his solos all the spotlights would go down on him i think it was modern day cowboy all the spotlights came down on him and he oof, i was like i want to i want to do that i want to yeah. play guitar and then i saw def leppard play and oof, it was it was something yeah and i swear to you <laughs> i did not know rick allen had one arm when i was watching him okay it wasn't until after it wasn't until after i realized i uh, did some research on the band i was like he does he really have one arm? Yeah. And th- thinking about it, I was like, huh. And, you know, everyone's like, really? You didn't know? But I guess it was where we were sitting. It just, it looked like, even when he was up on the um, on the Megatron, it looked, you know, like yeah. he was a normal player. No, I remember when that happened. I was probably in, let's see, 81, 82, when he got in the, the accident. and. Mm-hmm. And the band was trying to figure out, well, are we going to keep him? Or, you know, is, is he able to make it? Because they tried to reattach the arm, and it mm-hmm. just didn't take. And, oh, yeah. And that band is so tight. They said, they, no, no, no. We're going to go ahead and build you an electronic drum, and you're going to mm-hmm. keep on going. And they did. That is, that, that, that's love. That, that mm-hmm. you know, that is a wonderful band, Def Leppard. They are truly like one unit. Yeah, tight. Cause, yeah, because I researched it, and he lost his arm, and I, I saw they I, they have a movie. It's from, like, 2001. Oh, okay. And uh, they described he um, they he lost his arm. They found it, and they tried reattaching it, but it got infected, so they had to take it back off. That's and they're like, exactly well, we're right. not going to kick you out of the band because you're our friend, you know. Yeah. If you want to leave, you can leave. And he was like, I can do this. I'll figure it out. And he did. <laughs> and he mm-hmm. did. Man, man, that next album was great. And and you couldn't oh. even tell that he was playing with one arm. And that, oh, mm-hmm. what fantastic. Rick Allen and Joe Elliott and, uh, oh, my goodness. Oh, S- Steve Clark is Steve Clark. my all-time favorite guitarist. Excellent. I've, for as many bands as I've seen, researched and all that, Steve Clark has always come to number one. And you've watched him and you've studied him and mm-hmm. you've, you've checked out his fingers and how they move. Now, oh yeah, I, I I know. What was the first instrument that you picked up? Do you remember? Trumpet. My mom got me into the band in sixth grade sixth at school, grade. and you took after daddy. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad. Trumpet. They both played trumpet. They both played trumpet. Man, mm-hmm. you got some musical genes in there. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. These are like some hardcore Levi five hundred one genes you got going on. <laughs> 
Excellent. Excellent. Button fly. <laughs> I don't know what threw me off on that. <laughs> what am I talking about? I don't know. So, all right, Caleb Hadley of Bad Habit. So, what was, okay, you played trumpet in sixth grade, mm-hmm. and how long did you play that? I still play it today. What? You can oh, yeah. still play trumpet? Mm-hmm. You've got to be able to incorporate that in your band. Oh, I've been I've been trying. Yeah, when we were when we played uh, Christmas music back in December. Uh, they were the Christmas songs we were playing had all these instruments in the background. I'm like, guys, I'll I'll get out my trumpet and play some of these if y'all want. They're like, no, no, it'll, it'll be fine. No, 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 no. You got to convince them. I I'll convince them. I'll help you. Because <laughs> no, you throw a trumpet in there. It's like mm-hmm. all right, Jethro Tall. They're a rock band mm-hmm. and they threw a flute in there. And you're like, mm-hmm. flute? No way. That's a rock band. Wait. Oh yeah, no, that sounds pretty good. Never mind. He'll go on for like twenty minutes. Too yeah, he will. he will. <laughs> yeah, he will. You talk about the okay. The, I was talking to to uh, Jack and and Sam yesterday, and and they were talking about oh, you know, they only had maybe forty songs. Now maybe they have sixty songs, and maybe they'll mm-hmm. have to repeat some songs. No, no, you could jam. <laughs> you could. Oh jam. yeah. You could stretch stuff out. <laughs> you can go jazz on that on that stuff, man. And oh that, yeah, that's cool, man. But yeah, don't lose that trumpet. Oh, good instrument. Not planning on it. A- any other instruments? You, uh, okay, after the, the trumpet, what was the next instrument you picked up? Guitar. Guitar. After that Def Leppard concert, um, <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's that's what I want to do. So my dad had an old display guitar that he got from one of his uh, radio stations. It only had four strings. I think it was the <laughs> E, A, D, and B string. The oh, G and okay. uh, high E were gone. Oh, okay. So I jammed on it, and they were like, no, you don't play that. You know, It was a displayed guitar. Well, around that time, my sister, my older sister, got a um, got an acoustic guitar. This is Katie, Kira. Kira. Oh my goodness, I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. Okay. Um. So I jammed on it when she wasn't looking, when no one was around, because you know I was, I was a bit shy. So I got the musician app, and you know was just playing around. And I guess they overheard me, and they're like, "You want to play guitar?" You know, I was like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll get lessons." Around this time, we fixed up the display guitar. They let me play it. It was, it's terrible. It's a terrible guitar. It's what? meant for, it's meant for someone to sign it. I don't play it anymore because the, the jack on it has come out. It's, it just, it won't work. So I met up with Nita Strauss and she signed it and it's in the back of my room now. Excellent. Now, do you, do you remember what kind of a guitar it was? It's a Fender Squire, like the lowest of the low squire. See, I have a Fender Squire, and I know my cousin Timmy, he plays by ear, and, you know, Mm -hmm. great musician, and he picked up the Squire, and he would play a couple of songs, and then it would go out of tune, he'd tune it back up, and he'd play a couple of songs, it'd go out of tune, but he says, oh yeah, it's it's great, you know, but it gets out of tune quite a bit, Mm -hmm. especially if you bang on it real real good. Oh, yeah. Is that the, the, uh, is that your experience with it? Um, that's just one of the many experiences. The okay. strings on it were way too high above the fretboard, so it was a pain to play. But I mean, it was the only guitar I, I could play because my sister was always on her acoustic. Yeah. So you know, I come I on, Kira, let me borrow your guitar. Come on. Yeah. She got a Dan Electro when she graduated. I was um. That's she graduated. Really hot, hot guitar. Mm-hmm. It was a remastered fifties guitar. Yeah. And uh, I played it when she wasn't there. Uh, and it know? was she knows now it, it has, <laughs> she she um she realized after a few months that she wasn't going to play it she was going to stick to acoustic so she's like do you do you just want to have it i'm like is that a question heck yeah uh, yeah yeah no there is she no gave question me, 
That was rhetorical, oh, yeah. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what color? So is I it? took it up. It's blue, like a light blue. Light blue, it's and it's a, got. The, it has the shape of a Gibson. Right, right, and it's got the uh, the the. It's got the guard, and it's got two mm-hmm. pickups, right? Yeah, lipstick pickups. Lips, little little pickups. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a nice guitar, and it's man. fantastic. I still play it. Oh, for it's, sure. Um, I remember the first thing I tried doing with it. I had gotten into Led Zeppelin, and the first thing I tried doing was uh, playing it with a violin bow because my sister tried learning violin, but it didn't go through with it. So we just have a violin in the house. I was like, "All right, Jimmy Page, challenge accepted." So I tried playing it, <laughs> and it just. It sounded awesome. <laughs> okay. I could only play like power chords though. I mean, other than that, it was awesome. It was fantastic. I'm still looking to figure out how to play with the bow, but you know, until then, I might as well figure out how to play the guitar. <laughs> I think I see what you have. It has it's light blue and it's light blue on the on the head too. Mm-hmm. As well. Oh, um six string. There yeah. it is. And it's a um, there's like a volume. It's light blue. It's a uh, it just says Dan Electro. There's a serial number, but I'm not sure that's an help. <laughs> like M Nose New Old Stock Guitar. Baby Come Back Blue. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's got the guitar in his hands, man. Oh yeah. Gotta tickle it. Gotta touch it. <laughs> yeah, the musicians gotta play. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. That's what I do when I get bored. I just play. Yeah, Caleb Hadley, please get bored more. Uh you know, you <laughs> you got to play and, and perfect your craft. I mean, as far as as far as I'm concerned, you, you and Bad Habit are really good. And I know you play guitar, but you also play bass, mm-hmm. and that's what you you ended up playing. Uh, okay, you got the Dan Electro, and you keep it. You kept that. That was the next guitar that you had after the Squire. Is that mm-hmm. is that right? And that's right. Is that the only guitar that you play? Because I see you have a a red guitar as well, uh, or that a bass. is my that's my Fender Jaguar. Fendi. And it is, mwah, it is my instrument. It is so good. It's uh, it's also a Squire, like I said, just like the other one. But this one's like, I got a brand new. Because um, I was really, when I was playing guitar, I was really intrigued by uh, Paul McCartney's bass playing. Especially on the song, I saw her standing there. Um, so I would play, instead of playing the guitar part along with the song, I would play the bass line on the guitar. And it just, it blew my mind. I don't know why. So I, I got really into bass players and you know bass lines. My favorite bass player is John Entwistle from The Who, from and that's the who. who I try to play most like. Now this is a pretty inexpensive guitar, about two hundred bucks. Is that is that mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's it, it, starter, and it feels good in your hands, and you're able mm-hmm. to play it well. I mean, I, I I was talking a little bit yesterday. They had the the first act drum kit. You know, that was like the first drum kit that that Sam had picked up, and yeah. I said, man, yeah moms and dads you know don't don't go out and blow all your money go ahead and get them get them something mm-hmm. that's inexpensive to see if they have an aptitude and sometimes those inexpensive uh guitars you can you could fix them up to where yeah they're gonna last a while mm-hmm. and they sound just fine oh yeah so yeah a couple hundred bucks and you got yourself a guitar so mm-hmm. all right so you went from the squire to the dan electro and then the next one is the jaguar yes sir Ah, oh, it's dan uh, calling me sir like in an elevator in an outhouse yeah you know because we boys we boys i know i've said that before on the podcast oh yeah i was cracking up about jack thanks sir <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're talking uh to to uh kaylee caleb hatley uh the the fourth and final member of the 
Bad Habit group. Uh, I, I've been podcasting with the Bad Habit members, so I guess I've uh, collected the last member, the at last action figure of the Bad yep. Habit <laughs> collection. So, yes. The collection is complete. My collection is complete. I mean, I, I do, maybe I'll, I'll collect some of the, the past members uh, if if need be, but uh, no, mm-hmm. I think we're good. I think we're strong right now. The, mm-hmm. You know, I, when I heard you guys play, I was I, I, I was doing a little podcasting there. I had my phone out with a, uh, a lavalier mic, and I, I got to talk to Ryan Hinman a little bit, and I got to talk to the boys from Sideswipe a little bit. But by that time, you had already mm-hmm. uh, peeled out of there, and uh, I'm so glad that I got oh, to, yeah. I'm getting to talk to you now, Caleb Hatley. So, mm-hmm. all right, you, you go to the – in sixth grade, you had that first guitar, that Squire. Mm-hmm. the the baby baby blues uh squire and then yep. you went to the dan electro uh what color is that one? Oh, light blue oh that's the light blue one yeah the the fender squires it's also light blue but oh okay all right mine's purple yeah, they're both light blue yeah okay yeah and um so so, so and you're and you're still playing the trumpet don't lose mm-hmm. that. Never, never lose that. Oh, I won't. Any um, extracurricular activities that you're doing in school uh, besides the, the music? Are you playing sports or hanging out with friends uh, or what do you do? Not as much anymore. Oh. I play. I hang out with friends a lot. Yeah. But um, back in middle school, I was um, on in the engineering team and robotics team. What's his, what? I thought that was a lot of fun. You mean he's, a, I, he's a brainiac? <laughs> I mean, <nah>. nerd. <laughs> yeah, nerd. There you go. <laughs> I just uh, I wasn't a big fan of the crowd. Just everyone was power hungry, and I was like, I, I'll no, it's not fun for me. I'll do I'll do all this on my own. All right. So robotics. Did you build robots? Yep, we built robots and went into competition with them. Wait, what kind of competition? Because I've I've heard of some some competitions. What kind did you do? The Vex the Vex robotics competitions. What I can't that? remember exactly. What they every year they have the challenge that you have to do. Whether it's have your robot pick up a cone and put it on like a a pole or something, but they'll give a challenge every year and you just have to go throughout the year with your team and build a robot that can do the challenge better than everyone else's. No kidding. So you have to, you have the Vex robotics set and uh, you build up the robot, you know, get, get all the pieces that you want working. And then you have to have a programmer program it. So we would all be divided into teams between builders, designers, programmers, so and what yeah. was your job, Caleb? I think I was a half builder, half programmer. I would just help people out with it. So you could do it all. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't one of those robot things where you they attach a machete to it and a and a buzzsaw and oh and, no and, and machine guns. I wish that'd be so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well that that could be a future endeavor in uh, Caleb Hatley's uh, arsenal. <laughs> mm-hmm. So but, oh, all right, and then you gave that up when moved on you from. Get, uh, Hmm? You gave that up when? I gave that up around high school. I mean, it still intrigues me and all that, but yeah. I'm, my focus is more towards music. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, okay. So, uh, other than music, you're, you're a history buff, you're a math buff, you're into the statistics, so mm-hmm. you're excelling in, in those areas, I'm guessing. And yep. this, this is good. Um, what other endeavors are you hoping to achieve in, in, in life? Uh other than that, uh, other than music for now, um, nothing much. Uh, really, everything I'm doing is music related at this moment. Like, um, a main goal that I have is 
to master as many instruments as possible. Okay. Like what in the, master? I'm working on the bass guitar. That's a that's going to take a long time. You can do a million things with guitar. Yeah. Bass. I, I've got the basics of bass down. You know, if I really wanted to play like the stereotypical bass player, I could do it. So just pl- you know, pluck or strum. Uh, depends on the song. Mainly okay. pluck, but um, if it's like a punk song or something and it needs that extra oomph, I, I strum. Okay, because I know nothing about the bass, but I do know that. that there's mm-hmm. a pluck and there's a, a strum. Like in the 70s, I guess like Bootsy Collins they, and uh, was it Luke, Luke Graham? No. Is it Luke Graham? Some, Might be. Some kind of Graham. Uh, they, they were coming up with some funk, and instead of strumming this bass... Uh, he just said, well, "Let me try plucking it," and it came up with a, a crazy sound. It was it was different. And, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. D- tell me if you can school me on that. Tell tell me um, if you can expound. I, I think you're. Are you referring to slap bass? Yeah, they're slap bass. That's reggae, right? Slap seven, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. I guess the police do a lot of that. Oh yeah. Is it uh, Summer Summerlin? Summerlin. Uh, who's the bass player? Oh no. It, Sting. I know Sting is the bass player. That's right, and, mm-hmm. and Andy Summers would be the, the yes, yeah, he's the guitarist, the guitarist. And but yeah, that's right. Sting is obviously the bass player because he's always playing the bass, <laughs> especially in every breath breath you take. Oh yeah. So how, I think wh- he plays upright on that one. He plays at least, yeah, in, the, at least yeah. in the music video. In the video, he does. That's right. I play a lot of videos at my parties, I, and I've had my fair share of upright bass. Oh yes, you oh, can yeah. play upright I, bass. Mm-hmm. I played in the jazz band at Southern Hills. Come on. I'm all about that bass. That's great. <laughs> now, with uh, the band, have you... Okay, you've done acoustic shows. Man, a, a, an upright bass, that would be fantastic to pull out at a show. And that would surprise people, I think, if, if you did that. Believe me, if I could, I would. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty hard to get a hold of. I'm sure they're not cheap. Oh, no, not you know, at all. <laughs> yeah, and to, and to rent one would probably be, you know, take all your gig money. Mm-hmm, more than I earn. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You know, uh, artist, starving artist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Support your local band members. <laughs> all right, so, I, oh, man, I'm, I'm having a good time talking to you, Caleb. You're very well spoken, sir. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I try. <laughs> no, and you succeed. Uh, you know, in your 17 years, you, you've, you've got – an air about you, you and uh i have to mention your eyewear oh i admire so going knowing that i was gonna have to play on stage in front of people i was like well i don't want to most bands today most rock bands at least rock and metal bands all they wear is all black and i think it's just boring like metallica they can play you know they're metallica but when you look at them it's just they're wearing all black and it's like eh, that's not really fun to watch so i I try to make it enjoyable for other people. Well, like you said in the other podcast, uh, Kurt Cobain was the very first person to wear them, at least that I know. Yeah, and I saw him in that photo shoot. So I was like, those are pretty sweet. I'm going to get my hands on those. And I've and, and since I got then, a I, I know that Migos has come up with, with oh, yeah. wearing them as well. Mm. It's I, become a bit of a, a fashion trend. Yes. with people. I mainly, have a pair yeah, of mainly in, this old man right. is wearing them. Was wearing them today. <laughs> That's amazing. Just wear them all the time. <laughs> you know that's right. <laughs> and people people think I wear them just for the fashion trend. I'm like, no, 
They're actually really good sunglasses. They are. They're <laughs> I cheap as can more. be. They were like ten bucks oh, yeah. on on eBay, and it was mm-hmm. yeah, no problem. And they, I'd they, wear them. They're great, more, but I can't see. With, I can't see on stage a lot of times, like um, especially when the lights are blaring at us. It's really difficult to see people. So I would wear them more on stage, but you know, I don't want to trip over trip over Zach's wire or something. Yeah, <laughs> wearing sunglasses on stage is, is kind of a. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes people think it's a a bit of a weird move. Uh, Bono wearing his sunglasses mm-hmm. all the time, but he's got eye problems. You yeah, know, I've heard about that. Yeah, n- now that I know he's got some kind of stigmatism in his eyes, like oh well, now I take back half of the things I said about him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you better too. You know, but uh, yeah, I, whenever those lights are in my face, and I and it's quite often. Like I, I do a show mm-hmm. every Friday over at the Rab in Conway. And they got these laser lights that just shoot right at me. And I, man, I, I, I bought these, uh, these yellow uh, framed, the, the uh, yellow lensed glasses that I could wear indoors mm-hmm. and at night. And and they cut the glare just a little bit. So yeah, wearing sunglasses. Yeah, if you see uh, anybody on stage wearing sunglasses, they're not being. They're sometimes they're not. They are being. You know, trying to be cool. Yeah. But sometimes, yeah, those lights are just in your face. Sometimes it really helps. It does. Charlie Daniels, he puts his hat down real low, mm-hmm. his cowboy hat, you know, because the lights are in his face. That's that's the reason he wears it down low. He's not he's not afraid of the audience. Some people have have thought, oh, well, maybe he's just Mm-mm. you know uh, you know kind of a shy guy. No, those oh. lights are in his face and they, they bother him. So I, I can understand that. So what, <laughs> back to back to where you're the beginnings of you learning your okay you you got trumpet down you're you're good mm-hmm. at trumpet mm-hmm. and you're playing in the band still right yeah oh that's great that is great now do you do marching band or is it like a city I band? do yo you do marching band mm-hmm. excellent and then you go to band camps too oh uh, I did in ninth grade and I. It wasn't really my scene. Oh. I wasn't a big fan of it, but you know. So, what kind of things happen at band camp? Just it was just band camp. It was just I, it wasn't really my. I don't know. It was fine. It's just I didn't enjoy it too much. Okay. I don't okay. know what it was about it. So, I mean, were people at least trying to play, or or oh yeah, is it just people just getting together and and hanging out? It's um, you take classes and stuff there. Oh okay. And you know, just and. You have a week. You spend a week at camp, and you're given these songs on the very first day, and you practice with your band, depending on what band you make, which is based off skill level. You have to audition for it. Yeah. And um, so we get the we got the music, and you you practice it. Obviously, you have rehearsals every once in a while. But in between those, you have classes you would go to oh. to work on. You know, just to fix skills, whether it's slurs or. You know, articulations. Wow. So it's actual work. I thought band Mm -hmm. camp was just like a a fun time with a little bit of music playing in the middle. (laughs) There's a lot of activities, but, you know, I'm not a big fan of having to get up during summer to go to class. That is correct. (laughs) And there were a lot of people. It was just, "Ah, I'm good. I'll pass. All right. So uh, (laughs) lessons. Let's go with uh, lessons. Obviously, in the in the trumpet area, you were in the band, so you were taking lessons from your school teacher. Were you taking lessons outside mm-hmm. of that? Just school. Just school. And then when mm-hmm. you picked up the guitar, the the Squire Piso uh, P O whatever P O S, 
Yeah. <laughs> the Squire Strat. And uh, yeah, I think that's what it, what it stands for. Piece of Strat. Yeah, yeah that's it. Um, you picked that up. Did you have lessons with that one? I did. Okay. I had I got lessons from Matthew Stone or who's, Matt Stone. Who's Matthew Stone? Um, he work. He does a lot of gigs around. He's in the band uh, Almost Infamous with Scott Southern, okay. which um Sam talked about in last podcast. Hey, shout out they're, to them. They're really good pals, I should say. <laughs> okay. So I was getting a funny story about Matt and Scott. Was Please. I was getting I was getting uh, lessons from Matt. Well, I didn't even know the Bennetts until uh, about a year into my lessons. And I met up with him. I saw him at a gig and I messaged Jack. I was like, hey, you know, if you ever need a guitarist, I'm your guy. And so he got back to me eventually. He was like, we need a bass player. So we jammed. And about a few months into that, uh, some, uh, I think it was Scott and Jack were talking. And they were talking about, oh, Scott was asking if uh, Jack had ever gotten more members for the band and jack was like oh yeah we got this guy named caleb hatley and scott was like caleb hatley wait a second and it all came full circle because matt knew scott i knew jack and then it's just it's funny hey this, <laughs> uh, I, I find more and more that not just little rock but arkansas is a tiny tiny place with mm-hmm. only a million mm-hmm. people either you know them or you are either you know them or you know somebody that knows them there's like two yep. degrees of separation with everybody in this state <laughs> it's it's fantastic it everyone is. knows everyone i'm I, still coming up to people yeah and they're knowing each other it's yeah it's especially fantastic. the musicians and i love that you, you're talking about how tight you are because i could see a lot of people you know stepping on each other for gigs and such and it's, mm-hmm. it seems like that's not the case it seems like like hey the musicians build each other up which is what you should be doing mm-hmm. the um the bands who really want to make it you know get a lot of gigs we're all interconnected we try to get we encourage each other to all get as many gigs as possible and the reason for that is is the bands that are kind of toxic quote-unquote they kind of fall apart at the seams because they just want i don't want to say they want it for the money but they just have an ego about it and they eventually fall apart or you know yeah, I've had, just, yeah, I've had the same thing with DJs. You know, I, I build all of them up. When they come to my shows, I'm like, hey, there's DJ Brock. Hey, there's DJ, you know, and, and, and you know, if I have musicians that come in, oh, even more so. I mm-hmm. definitely make sure that, that everybody knows in that room, hey, this is Caleb Hatley of Bad Habit. Check him out. And <laughs> if you haven't figured, you know, if you haven't heard of him, hear of him. You know, get to know yeah. Caleb Hatley because you'll be a much better person. And I'd do the same for you. No, you walked into the room, I'd be like, everyone, Mr. Keys Dan. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and, you know, it was great because, yeah, in Miami, I used to have, I used to go to concerts and, and, and stuff representing radio stations and what have you. And mm-hmm. and we would, yeah, we. that's the whole reason I got into radio was to promote people. And, you know, yeah, you make a couple bucks here and there, but mm-hmm. you promote the community. You promote other people. If everyone just built each other up, that would be a wonderful oh, yeah. thing, wouldn't it? You know. Mm-hmm. Eh, well, I mean, not to get too political, but don't build wall, tear down wall. <laughs> 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 Metaphorically speaking, or, or yeah. maybe even physically speaking. Don't want to enrage some of the viewers out there. <laughs> that, that, perhaps, perhaps, and, and we and we might, we might, I might, I might. You, you, yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but um, 
Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm indifferent about all that. It's what's that, but I don't want to go into politics. That's no, all. You're into what? Oh, I'm pretty in- indifferent about all that, about politics. I don't really, you yeah. Know. I mean, you have to have some knowledge of it and, and, and mm-hmm. be aware that it's there. But mm-hmm. for the most part, people are in the middle, right? In oh the yeah. Middle, you know, you, you think it's all polarizing? No, it's not, man. It If you just sat and talked to people, you know, I'm a Republican, I'm a Democrat. If you just it talk to them. It goes so much smoother. You'll it figure would, out, oh, yeah. you love your kids too? Oh, I love my kids <laughs> Yeah. Too. Oh, it's, you like uh, steak? Oh, yeah, I like steak. Oh, you like uh, drinking water that's good and pure? Oh, me too. <gasps> no way, me too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> clean energy? That's uh, You'd like to have clean Me too. Wow. Mm. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, we're all pretty much right in the middle, man. <laughs> you mm. know? Uh, so, yeah. So that's the political section of this podcast. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> Over and shut with. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> All right, Caleb Hatley of Bad Habit. And and have you ever played in any other bands before Bad Habit? Uh I jammed with a few other people and we tried forming bands, but it never went through. Anybody of note? Um Nick Whitehead and who that noah radke noah radke's not really in the scene but nick whitehead i don't know the name of his band and he'll probably get on to me for that later but you know him and his brother christian whitehead are really into the community christian whitehead is um he's mainly in the metal community he's producer he does producing he writes songs i can't remember his his band name to save my life but he's they're really good if you know if you like metal they're your and i I mean when i say metal it's like metal metal Okay, I'm well. Okay, I see a Nick with a red hat on, and he's got some metal stuff going on there. Mm, I'm looking up online. Christian Whitehead has an Instagram. Okay, okay. Uh, there's another Nick Whitehead. He looks like a metal. <laughs> there's guy a lot too. out there. Oh, it's Nick uh, N I K. N I K. That would make more sense. Mm-hmm. Very strange way to spell there it. There he is. To Paul Easter. Warden. Mm-hmm. H a w a r from Har. Oh no, that Nick Whitehead is an old man. I don't think that's the right one. (laughs) Hold on one second. I'll help you with this (laughs) (laughs) because now I'm trying to find the right one. Yeah. All right. We're gonna get to the bottom of this, Nick. We're gonna get to the bottom of this. I'm seeing a lady, Nick. (laughs) There's a guy with some chains. Come on, metal Nick. Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> yeah, it's Nicholas underscore Whitehead. Nicholas underscore Whitehead. N i k o l a s. That's his Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's his Instagram. Let me find Christian. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking on Facebook. So that's cool. And, yeah. Uh, and then the podcast got shut down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While we were looking for another musician to build him up. <laughs> And hey, what a great reason to shut down a podcast to oh, yeah. try to build up another musician that was of note when you played with him, and it was mm-hmm. uh, it was a, it was a great time. So, were you playing guitar uh, with him, or yes. were you playing bass? He was uh, he he was the bass player. I was the guitar player, and Noah was the uh, drummer. What show? Was and we this? would jam. What year was this? What show was this? What show? Oh, we never played a show. Oh, okay. This is all we just practice. we just jammed. Yeah, we only practiced together. We were we tried getting a show together. Yeah, or not not a show. Uh, we tried getting the band together, and we were looking forward to playing shows, but we never really could get everything set up. So this is uh, like eighth, ninth grade. 
Uh, I'd say ninth grade. Ninth grade, and you're already playing with the likes of of Nick Whitehead and Christian Whitehead. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys are established musicians, as far as you're as far as you're telling me. Oh yeah, and Christian definitely. Nick's he's getting up there. Were you holding your own at the time? Mm-hmm. What? So you? I was trying. You you were learning a lot in your in your young age from. Uh, oh yeah. What was it? What was the the your teacher? My teacher, Matt Stone. Matt Stone. Uh, all right, Matt Stone. You were the beginnings of Caleb Hadley. <laughs> and and you, I mean, it all came for full circle because he, he knew the Bennett brothers, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, he knew Scott Southern and he knew the Bennett brothers. Man, it, it's so tight. That's good. Oh, yeah. And so, all right. Um, I know that I know that Bad Habit started in 2016, mm-hmm. uh, but you weren't in the first incarnation of them or no right well the you, one i saw was um oh i didn't mean to cut you off no no problem the, uh, the one i saw was uh it was at thurston howe yeah sometime early i'd say 2017 and it was obviously jack and sam and then it was ryan and matthew and i went because one of my friends who i saw on an instagram live oh, it's ridiculous that how this whole thing got set up yeah. so i came back from I can't remember where I was, but I was bored and I got on Instagram. And I saw one of my friends was live with this other girl yeah. and I was like, huh, that girl seems pretty cool. I'll message her. And, um, we became friends and she figured she knew that I had a liking for music and she's like, Hey, you should come see this band called bad habit. Uh, it has a few of my friends in it. We can go see them together at this date. And I was like, okay, sounds like fun. So were, I went were you more interested in the band or the girl at the time. Uh, I'll let your imagination. That's a loaded question, go. sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we went to go see him, and I was really into it. I was like, these guys are awesome. So yeah, I got to are. meet – I met Jack uh, after the final song of their first set was American Girl, and I saw him kill the solo. I was like, no freaking way. So I went up to him, met him, you know, talked with him, and uh, started following him on Instagram, and I got – talking with him i sent him a message at one point i was like you know if you ever need somebody i'm here well while i was at band camp uh i saw on jack's story bad habits over because they had broken up the guitarist had gone to college and the bass player had just left to do pursue his own thing so i was like uh no it's not so i messaged him i was like hey whatever you need me to play i'll play just as long as the band can keep going He's like, okay, I'll put you on bass, and we can, you know, jam at some point. So for a while, we were a three-piece. Yeah. And uh, we would jam on Stone Temple Pilots and a few Blink-182 songs. And a few months later, my cousin invited me to his jazz band concert, where I saw the guitarist, Zach Zach Smith. Come on. What, What really pointed, what really, you know, caught my eye was the way he played. The, when they were playing jazz songs and it was like kind of down low it, it was the brass you know in the spotlight the way zach would play is he would play kind of with the drums whenever the drummer would hit the cymbals zach would strum his whole guitar but when the drummer was just kind of hitting the hi-hat he was just playing the bottom three strings and i just thought that was insane so he I was, was like no attention. no way yeah oh yeah he was he was top notch oh so my cousin introduced me to him by the end of the show i was like all right nice to meet you a few like a week later i was sitting in my room thinking about the band i'm like why are we still a three-piece what do we need another guitarist 
and it just clicked in my head. I was like, oh, I know a guy. Yeah. So I messaged Zach. I was like, hey, you should come jam with us. I don't know if it's really your scene, but you should come play, see if you like it. And we got to playing. Zach and Jack really hit it off, and it's just it's history from there on out. Excellent. And that was good praise that you gave to Jack Bennett. He's on par with Petty? Oh, yeah. He's on par he with is, Petty. He's on par with Mike Campbell. He's He's so good. Oh yeah! Like if he's watching this, he's probably gonna start blushing or something. But I mean, he's he's really good. He. <laughs> this I is tried, a podcast, um, so he he cannot watch. Yeah, <laughs> he will listen to it after we're done. Well, yeah, when he listens talk. to it, he'll be he'll be blushing because oh. um when we we got into Van Halen, we got to talking about Van Halen, and uh, at one point he, he would when we would talk about it, he'd get his guitar and start playing Van Halen stuff. I'm like, can you play Eruption? And he starts playing Eruption right then and there. I'm like, dude. Like with the, fi- with the finger taps. Oh on yeah, the with thing? everything. Yeah, everything. So Van Halen, he, he not Van play. Hagar. No, uh, I have to agree. I like Van Halen a lot. Yeah, but a little They're, bit of both, I guess. Oh, definitely. I'm not going to put Van Hagar down. They're just as excellent, but well, yeah. I just prefer Van Halen. Oh, for sure. I mean, just the acrobatics of uh, of David Lee Roth in his heyday. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness, amazing, <laughs> amazing. I mean, you Fantastic. know, and then and then Sammy Hagar in his own right. I know that when he left the band, he took Michael Anthony with him, which was okay because oh, yeah. it left it was, an opening for Wolfgang. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, well, that whole situation—the Van, the Van Halen brothers—I love them to death, but uh, they shouldn't have let um, Michael Anthony go. Well, yeah, he uh, was the highs. He, he, he was so yeah, he was the highs, so good. But yeah. now it's like now it's Van Halen and David Lee Roth, literally. <laughs> right at the moment i think that's what's going on i don't know what's going on with van halen at the moment they well, they just need to get their stuff together van halen it's kind of mirroring mirroring in in bad habit but in in a good way mm-hmm. where you got some brothers uh one luckily on- i can't yeah luckily they don't have a third brother yeah. to kick me out and take <laughs> my spot <laughs> so yeah one on lead one on drums and oh yeah mm-hmm. so and then it was just a nice coincidence that that Zach was able to sing uh, as well, and then you, oh yeah, you you're a vocalist as as well. And you, mm-hmm. So you sing too. I try. I listen to the likes of Queen and the Beatles. So some of my favorite vocalists are Freddie Mercury and John Lennon. Oh, so, why don't you set the bar higher? <laughs> the oh. man had seven octaves. <laughs> oh goodness! Believe me, I've tried singing all of his songs. Queen's my fave, man. I, I had oh, thirteen so thirteen good. of his albums. I mean, actual records. I mean, I've, I've I have over the years. So. I'm, I'm, I've started collecting records, and I have, I think, four oh. Queen records at the moment. Which They're ones? all remasters. But, you, but, um, oh, okay. Do you know which ones? From the top of my head, Queen Two. Yeah. Um, a day. I think it's um. A day. It's the a day not, at the races. A night at the yeah. A day at the races. That's and what then it they is. have I a night at the opera. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have a night at the opera. I've right. been looking for it everywhere, but right. you know, I have jazz and. Um, I think I have a few greatest hits. Oh man, that's all you need. It's greatest hits because mm-hmm. that that compilation was just wonderful. I, I, Fantastic! I, I overplayed that album over and over and over. <laughs> I do too. I'm kind of burned out from Queen, but it'll come back. In oh, for sure. Yeah, it, it always comes back because they have different different types of oh, music. Yeah. It's if, not if just one type of music. Mm-hmm. If you're tired of their operatic rock, you can move on to their funky stuff. Or you got it. So on and so forth. Like their first album sounds like a prog rock band. You know, you can put them up there with the likes of Rush if they continue doing what they did on their first album. Oh, Rush, man! Now there's a three piece that went. Oh far. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, 
Uh, it was Goodness. Alex Lifes and Neil Pert and uh, Getty, Getty Lee. Lee. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. All right. So who who were your or your big influences? And I know this is what what brought you and Jack together was was uh, um, Def Leppard. Def Leppard. <laughs> I remember. Are we best friends now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that night so vividly. Oh, so I think I'm using that right. I remember it. I remember it well. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I remember it was it well. the time we fought. We talked just as friends. Our friend Kylie, who's the girl who um, we were mutual friends with, uh, we she got us together. She's like Jack, Caleb, Caleb, Jack. So we met his friends, and I showed him my back screen. He's like, it was Def Leppard. He's like, dude, no way. He took a picture of it and everything. It's hilarious. <laughs> if he still has that picture. Oh, I want to see it. <laughs> I, I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. That's oh man, it's amazing what things what what brings people together. I think my best friend and I from high school, and we're still we're still boys. We 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 still talk all the time. And this is 1982 when we met. So yeah, I'm old. I get it. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it was Bill Cosby records. Yeah, Bill Cosby. <laughs> he ruined oh, my Bill childhood. Cosby. Come on, man. <laughs> I loved his records, man. Ugh. All right. Records everywhere. I'm like, oh, Bill. Well, I'm listening to to other podcasts, and the the general uh, s- census is you can like everything that an artist did until he got caught. Yeah. Where are you at with that? R. Kelly, uh, Michael Jackson, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, a plethora of others. It all depends on what they did. Michael <laughs> Jackson. Michael Jackson. His music is so, so good. So good. The way my dad describes it, he's like, if you do, he says Michael Jackson, it's a shame he was such a weird dude. Yeah. His music is so good. So good. And you don't really want to support somebody like Michael Jackson, but you do. And, you know, it's just, he's such a strange guy, but, you know, you got to love him. But now that he's passed, you're you're not mm -hmm. really supporting him. Maybe his family. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Which is good because you know yeah, yeah, his yeah. kids need some need some dough too, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was never a big fan of R. Kelly. I think the whole situation he's in is just kind of funny because it's like <sighs> it's obviously not funny the things he did, but yeah. you know, watching his interviews and stuff where he just I didn't do it, blah blah blah. It's it, it's just funny to me because it's like yeah. the evidence is there. Yeah. So believe her. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, I get it. Okay, um, we're getting a little political here, but this is good. Just a little. <laughs> no, it's good to know where you, where where you stand, and and people mm-hmm. need to take a stand, of course. So yeah, I guess I believe uh, you know believe her, me too, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, it goes to a point. Yeah, but PC, yeah, being PC, I'm just not uh, good at I'm, it. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I'm not. I think either. I got old man disease. You know, there's <laughs> there's, there's sometimes I'll, I'll say you know I'll say a word and I'll go, well, maybe I shouldn't have said that word. Yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you. I do the same thing. You know, and sometimes I'll do an accent. Well, maybe I shouldn't mm-hmm. have done that. <laughs> That's a big fault of mine. I yeah. do that a lot. Yeah. I really have to watch myself. I but mean, um You go to a Chinese restaurant. Come on, mm-hmm. man. You know. <laughs> and, and and I'm I'm half Cuban, so I guess I could do a Spanish accent <laughs> without getting in too much trouble. But uh I, yeah. maybe I will get in trouble because mm-hmm. I guess I look too too much like a white guy. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's that's exactly me. What I do is um, I research people who stand up and talk, you know, intellectually about the situation so I can get, you know, if somebody confronts me about something I say or something I do, I'm able to defend myself. Like, you know, it's just a joke. I'm not trying to offend anybody. That was not my intentions. Yeah. You said the yeah. words stand up. So comedians, mm-hmm. 
That was their whole job. That's been their mm-hmm. whole job through the centuries is to make mm-hmm. fun of people, to, uh, to poke at people's, uh, you know, yeah. it, it, you know, th- their their downfalls, their their quirks. Mm-hmm. Know, that's what that's what a comedian will latch on to, and you gotta laugh. Yeah, I am like that. Yeah, I am a fat a fat old man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. who just talks into a mic, and sometimes he talks into a, a mic, talking to people that aren't there, listening to mm-hmm. music that's in his head. Maybe he's mm-hmm. a crazy person. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah. There's some. I think the most controversial comedians are the funniest. They are. You just have to. Nothing's. You can't laugh at. You can laugh at everything. I can. No matter what it is, I can. It just it adds a certain light to it. You know that, and, and sometimes the the worst tragedies you have to, mm-hmm. to to come away with. You know, with some kind of a sense of humor. Maybe not the same day. Okay, the mm-hmm. towers fell down. Ah, that was a big one. That was a big yeah. one. You know, the kids but got think, shot in that yeah. school. Oh, mm-hmm. that was a tough one. You know, but afterwards you're like uh well he's a pretty good shot you know or you know yeah it's it's terrible but it's it really helps you get through the things yes to find humor and stuff i mean obviously you're not laughing with the guy you're laughing at the guy right it's right. you don't want to you know and you have sympathy for like school shootings for example you have sympathy for the kids like right i'll every once in a while I'll, like um i did research on columbine and um yeah it's the first it's one, the big terrible one. i felt so bad i felt so bad for the kids and it's just ridiculous because i mean some of them were just about to graduate and then their lives just taken from them but i can't help but just make fun of the the um I don't want to name them just because I'm. I don't like giving people like that. A public- I mean, everyone knows who they are, but I just don't like giving people pu- publicity. Sure. Um, I like. I just like making fun of them, like the guy who shot John Lennon. Oh, um, yeah. That just. I wasn't even alive during that time, and it just makes me angry because I love John's music. I love every. I love all Beatles songs. I, I've never come across a Beatles song I don't like, and unless you're guy, talking about Revolution Number Nine. The sweetest yeah. man is, according to everyone. Everyone. And I mean, he's had his controversies, obviously, yeah. but I think they go with reasoning. But, but mostly created, you know, because mm-hmm. are drugs bad? You know, I don't know. Yeah. Now, you know what? The kind of drugs that he was doing, are they bad? I don't know. That's what people people were mad at him about mo- for mm-hmm. the most part. And yeah, he took a stance on on war and and uh, mm-hmm. you know, hey, just love each other already. Yeah. You know? It's like yeah, he's he does all this stuff. He's at, he I I really try to take after his traits of just speaking your mind and going out and you know trying to quote unquote be a leader. Sure. But oh. um, yeah, it's just and then just to have all that taken away in one night is just ridiculous. And I can't. I mean. Obviously, it's horrible, but I still make jokes about it. It's, yeah. it's good to, you know, you don't want to, I don't think anybody should be too sensitive about anything. You should be able to be able to poke jokes at everything. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, just to lighten up, just to lighten up the whole situation. And, and then, you know, they, they, they always come back at you. What if it's your kid? What if it's your mom? Mm-hmm. What if it's your brother? What if it's your, oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, it would hurt. It would sting a little bit, but, you know, yeah, you'd, you'd have to get through it. You, if, you know. Tragedy is a part of life, and, mm-hmm. and and so, you know, comedy should should be able to to uh, defer that to oh, yeah. offset it. Best ah. way to get through it is just to laugh. Man, we're getting deep, Caleb Hadley. Oh yeah, I like it. I like it a lot, <laughs> man. You've learned a lot in your seventeen years. Yep, your studies, and you you like history too. Uh, oh what, yeah. What's your What's the the main thing about history that you like? Um, I'm a big fan of World War II. Just it's some crazy, crazy events. Like you'll learn, I learn something new about it every day. 
like there was this um guy i can't remember if it was on d-day or not but he he lived through the war yeah i think his name was like crazy jack or something but crazy he jack. refused to take a he refused to take a gun with him that's he crazy, would always because he believed oh i know right jack crazy jack he he always carried a broadsword with him because he believed that was the true way to fight wars so okay. yeah it's, it's it's insane and it Every every country had their like their just that one guy like Japan had this um, soldier who was stationed on um, I want to say Guam or something like that. Sure. And um, his leader, his um, squad leader, was like, "Do not surrender for anything. You know they're going to try to play tricks on you. Don't let them." So he fought the war up until mid 1950s. You know, shooting at people that would come by, what? and he. I know it's insane. He would live off the land. He would go hunting, and then when they found him, they he still had all his clothes on. He had a, It was him and three others. He was all Two uniform. Two of them died. Hmm? He was all uniform still, you say? Oh, yeah. It's his tattered uniform. I bet it smelled bad, too. <laughs> he, so what had happened was uh, two of the two of his um, members of his squad died in a fight. You know, They would go shooting at villagers, and the villagers would shoot back. So two of them died that way. I think the other one died from... The third guy died from starvation or something like that. And it, this guy ended up eating him. It was like, ugh, this guy has no boundaries. The, <laughs> yeah. the Japanese, um, when they had surrendered, they had dropped notes or something, flyers, I don't know, but some way to know to let the soldiers know, hey, the war is over. But right. the guy thought it was a trick. So the way the, ja- the Japanese um, government got him to stop was they sent his original officer to the island to finally you know, tell him the war is over. Oh, and it, it's just insane. It's, it's a good awesome. soldier, though. Hey, mm-hmm. I, oh, he's really good. I remember World War II was was a pretty big uh, deal in, in in my in my early days as well. Mm-hmm. I, I built models, uh, Pete, uh, uh, the Lightning, uh, the mm-hmm. Tomahawks. Uh, my favorite weapon was the M one nine one seven A six. Oh only, yeah, only because I liked saying all those letters and numbers. Together. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah oh man so yeah world war ii and 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 this is something that we can look back and kind of you know look Mm -hmm. and 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 old old man your your grandpa says hey those Mm -hmm. are the good old days (laughs) war death famine oh yeah and and, uh and and treating women and and black people poorly yeah (laughs) it's like these are the good old days yeah you look back on it it's like that wasn't too long ago and everything was so different like segregation and all that yeah i watched some of these i think it's ridiculous i watched some of these time time travel shows and time travel movies and Mm -hmm. and there's there's one called timeless and it's a group of three it's a you know white guy a girl and a black guy a a white guy white girl black guy and then every Mm -hmm. time they go back in time uh you know the black guy definitely does not fare too well and the white girl was like i'm not gonna do too good in this time period either you know the only one that's gonna do good is the white guy yeah (laughs) yeah. and it's terrible to think about but i don't want to go back in time this is bad (laughs) you know so yeah Uh, you know i'm fully aware of my privilege and and all that Uh, Mm -hmm. you know yeah me too i i you know even though i'm half cuban i I can pass for a a white man and i i know that Mm -hmm. that comes with with some privilege and uh, I, I try to hold, hold myself to a better standard when I'm dealing mm-hmm. with other people because yeah. people are people, man. Get together, love, all that. John Lennon, oh, yeah. baby. Mm. Gotta love him. <sighs> man. Yeah, I know. We're, For a while, I was into hair metal. Hair you metal? Know, just 80s stuff. Yeah. And uh, like, it, as soon as I'm done with 
you know, I think I've I've been fulfilled with one genre. I move on to the next, so I know about everything. I could have a conversation about classical music for with some people just because at one point I listened to it. I was like, I, you know, I'm bored with this. I'll listen to this. I'll, I've listened to everything. Okay, so when you're in the in the car, uh, and I'm guessing you're driving. Mm, not yet. Okay, that, I've, I've, that's set for this summer. I'm going to get all my driving stuff done. Excellent, man. Look forward to that. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a very big responsibility. Have you been practicing with mom and dad? Uh, not yet. I'm planning on to. I'm, gonna be, I'm about to be like, all right, let's go to a parking lot. Let's do this. I'm going to get this over with. <laughs> let's, let's do some donuts, dad. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and mom's mom will be, oh, no, don't do it. No. Who, yeah. Who's more Who's more protective? Um. I'd say they're both equal with my dad. When he drives, I've seen this from experience with when my sister was driving, he's very strict on, you know, you have to be sure to do this or else he gets kind of, he gets kind of loud. I mean, obviously he'd be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> is he pushing, is he pushing the imaginary brake on the passenger side? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just pushing through the floor floorboard. <laughs> my mom's a bit more lenient. She's a lot more, you know, laid back with it you know if you're messing up she'll t- be like hey 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 well, well, no. that's kind of a re- reverse roles man because usually dad mm-hmm. will let you do anything oh he's he's gonna put his finger oh, yeah. in that uh, electric socket watch this yeah watch my this. dad's just trying to protect his car <laughs> oh well that's true, yeah. <laughs> that's true. okay i get it <laughs> mm-hmm. so cool you got that to look forward to all mm-hmm. right you got to you excited about senior year uh sort of mainly towards the end of senior year i'll get really excited but until then it's just another year come on man you're gonna rule the school oh definitely sylvan hills you're gonna rule baby and you got I am. you have your group of crown friends. and yeah huh? oh yeah <laughs> you're gonna put a crown on like jughead come mm-hmm. on man <laughs> yeah <laughs> no um my group of friends i bounce back and forth i have my i see you know I, when I'm at the lunch table with my group of friends, I don't really see us as a stereotype, which now that I think about it, it would be more like the fishing kind of redneck stere- um, group. But um, we have quite a bit of those in our school. Um, but when I'm at the lunch table, I can't help but look, you know, you look to your right and you see the quote unquote nerd table, you know, yeah. in front. You got the ghetto table, quote unquote, obviously. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I can really go into any group. I'm just just sit with somebody like if my normal group of friends isn't here i'll go hang with a second group whether that be the nerd group and i can talk to them about video games and so on and so forth if they're not there i can move with the musicians like the band nerds <laughs> and you know talk with them or i can go sit with the jocks you know yeah i think i figure with all your, your experience i mean shoot you definitely get in with the nerds with the the robotics mm-hmm. and the interest in math and and uh, oh yeah and statistics <laughs> and then uh, the history, of course. I mean, it's it's nice, man. It's nice to get along with people. It, it you know, I don't think I, I've met a lot of people that don't like me. At least not to my face. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, I think that's the same way for me. Yeah, they're behind your back telling you stuff. Eh, whatever. They're, I, yeah. I don't worry about stuff behind me. <laughs> yeah, that's me too. I mean, if you if they really cared, you know, they'd say it to your face, and I <laughs> I wouldn't fight back. I'd just be like, oh, "What's up? Why?" Why are you doing this? <laughs> All right. So, um, do you do you write your own music too, or are you? I try. Okay, you're I'm right not there. with Zach and Jack. They have they have a lot more equipment than I do. Sure, they're a lot. Um, like Jack, he has this whole. Jack and Sam have the studio, and um, in that studio, they have a, a whole computer that they use 
that for recording and stuff. Zach has his little setup in his room. He has his laptop, and um, he has um, a microphone. So if he wants to record his vocals and all that, like a professional one, he has his guitars and all that. You know. Yeah, he said he's using a Garage Band to record mm-hmm. a lot of things. And and shoot, uh, the Bennett boys they 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 lucked out with with their mom and dad. They oh, gave yeah. them a whole big giant room. That's nice. Mm-hmm. They, it's it, it. Where's your practice area? Uh, just my room, really. Yeah, I have my amp set up on um kind of like this counter table type thing and then i just if i want to mess with settings it's right there at my head yeah do you so find that you that. have to practice with with headphones mostly or, or are you able to set that amp up and and luckily no i do have to turn it down sometimes yeah though when obviously when like my dad's upstairs watching baseball or my brother's really doing something my my brother's a huge gamer he's really trying to get into streaming and all that oh dig it man and so when he's doing that stuff i turn down or, you know, when there's parties. But, you know, I still try to play. Yeah, kids are making big money there uh, on that streaming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's really trying. That's He's getting cool. there. Good luck. Um, but, <laughs> but with the parties and stuff, or whenever they're doing that, I'll turn it down. And then I'll put on, like, this kind of hard song. Like, I play along with YouTube. So I'll turn on, like, Mr. Crowley or something when I'm playing guitar. And I'll slowly turn up my guitar as it's getting <laughs> to the solo. <laughs> <laughs> So, you, so do you play along with like what minus ones, or, or you just play along with a full song? Um, so I haven't been graced with the perfect ear yet. Okay. I, I do believe it's something you can evolve into, but Jack and Zach have perfected it. So what they do is they they listen to a song and they've got it. I pull up um, walkthroughs of Rocksmith songs because I just find it to be easier and less frustrating. What's, it what's used a to be I would song. Oh, um, Rocksmith's a video game oh, for the Xbox okay. or PlayStation. Yeah, and you plug up your guitar. Yeah, with Xbox. A, you don't have one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm not familiar with that game. Oh, uh, it's it's like Guitar Hero on steroids. Yeah, so but you, you have can to, plug you in have, your actual guitar. You plug in your guitar. You, they give you this. It has a jack at one end and then a USB for the Xbox on the other end, and you play along with uh, songs. Well, the game is kind of a ripoff, in my opinion, because it gives you like 50 songs and then the millions of other songs out there you have to pay for. And you can't earn them or anything. So I'm like, well, I can just look them up on YouTube, like walkthroughs and stuff. (laughs) So if I really wanted to learn a song, I look it up on YouTube and it's basically tabs and just play along tabs. Yeah. If I I can learn 50, that'd be great. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If I can learn one, that'd be great. (laughs) Oh man! I found yeah. I've I've always had a hard time memorizing music. Okay, and um, so I, you can can you read music? I guess you can. Mm-hmm, I can. Wow! But um, with trumpet, for example, we have to memorize stuff for marching shows, and I've always had trouble with that. But with guitar and bass, it's always just been really easy. I just kind of feel the music, I guess, quote unquote. And um, <laughs> it's just bass lines, especially they're they're really easy to pick up on for me. So when and, you're up uh, there, you actually have sheet music. Mm, I have it all memorized. Okay, because you're you you'd be the only one in the band that can actually read music. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I'm, I think Zach can. Yeah, I mean, to an extent, maybe Jack though. a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. Zach I, Zach says only to an extent, you know, and then yeah, Jack, I've, you know, even mm-hmm. even less so. But wow, mm-hmm. that you've accomplished I, so much. Mm-hmm. I I see. I look at everything from like a musical like composition standpoint yeah. like for led zeppelin just destroys my brain with this because you know the song black dog it has oh yeah 
it starts off in like 4-4, four, four, and then it goes to 5-4 at one point, and then 3-4, and it just drives my brain nuts. This is musician talk mm-hmm. <laughs> on the um, What Makes You Famous podcast yeah. with Caleb Hatley. <laughs> now, say things that are over my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Beatles do this, too, on a song. Do you know the song, Happiness is Like a Warm Gun? Know it. Um, there is the verses, which I think is in six four or six three or something like that. And it's kind of like a swing, and then it goes into a four four at some point. It's just, it's just fun to talk about. Okay. It's just Led Zeppelin's the worst about this, especially on their song Cashmere. Yeah, I know uh, that they, I, there's a lot of changes. That that's mm-hmm. for sure. It, it's I, whenever people try to play them, it's like five songs in one. Mm-hmm. Um, I analyzed the song and uh i figured out that john bonham i think is he is playing a straight four four while jimmy page is playing in five four and they only meet up musically every 16 measures john paul jones would be in there with jimmy page and then robert plant just kind of singing over it <laughs> and that sounds crazy it's just it just amazes me and then who put who designed that who put that all together to make it sound I, so good no idea. Yeah. I couldn't tell you that. Wow. Led Zeppelin are just I've grew I grew up on Led Zeppelin. My dad, when I was about you know, when I was a toddler, he put in uh Song Remains the Same on the D V D player. Yeah. And he's like, you know, here, here you go. Here you go, guys. And we me and my siblings would watch that over and over and over. And just it's just amazing. Way to go, mom and dad. Good musical oh, I know, education. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> dig it and you know as, as my mom did too you know she took me to the 60s and 70s you know and mm-hmm. then i grew up in the 80s and i'm teaching my my daughter uh how mm-hmm. to how to have a respect for that kind of music and then she can listen to whatever she wants as well and, and oh, yeah. mix the mix them all together it all mm-hmm. gets jumbled up in, into her her own create creativity mm-hmm. as, as i'm guessing that it does in in your creativity mm-hmm. what i what i do is i've I listen to whatever I like. And if there's anybody listening after this is put out, listen to what you want to listen to. Don't let anybody, you know, tell you, oh, that's blah, blah, blah. Like, I am a huge, huge fan of Bob Dylan. I love his music, his poetry and all that. It's just, it just, I don't know what, I don't know what it is about it. I just love it. I'm looking at your Facebook uh, picture right now. mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I I try to put Bob Dylan on everything. He's just a cool dude. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I, nobody in my family likes Bob Dylan. I'm pretty sure the rest of the members of Bad Habit don't. I know Zach listens to a few songs like Tambourine Man and Blowing in the Wind. Yeah. But I mean. Blowing in the Wind's one of my karaoke songs, man. That's my go-to. Oh, yeah. I love it. And, uh, I heard it on a beer commercial during like Super Bowl season. And, and I lost and it. Lay, I was like, <gasps> Lay Lady no Lay. And Lay Lady Lay. Oh, yeah. oh, I love that song. Yeah. Oh, come on, Dylan. Uh-huh. I know, you know, and, and he does, he is controversial because he mm-hmm. it seems like he was kind of ripping off other uh folk music of the time but then so was everyone mm-hmm. elvis oh yeah Come well on, everyone man. has to get their start somewhere yeah like eros yeah. eros uh not aerosmith guns and roses were um accused of copying off aerosmith right for a while and you know led zeppelin they were accused of ripping off uh, other lesser-known artists, and the Beatles were accused of ripping off Chuck Berry and stuff like that. It's yeah. like, well, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, there's only so I know, many notes, man, mm-hmm. and, and they, mm-hmm. they they can only go together so many ways. So yeah, some things are going to sound similar. 
<laughs> oh yeah. It's not that you're actually ripping them off. Yeah, you were mm-hmm. influenced by them. You you know them. You you love those people. Mm-hmm. And so of course they're going to shine through when you're writing a song, you're playing a song. Um I know in his uh Bob Dylan's first album, it was about 12 covers and then two of his original songs. Ah. And the next album he did all originals. And I know that was a little like eh, you're just, you know, blah 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 blah. <laughs> just people giving him crap. <laughs> I love Bob Dylan because he does whatever he wants. He doesn't care. <laughs> like when he went electric on a uh, Highway 61. Yeah. It's, and then, you know, a few albums later, he, you know, goes back acoustic. And then in the 80s, he, he goes religious. He does he does whatever he wants. That's right. And it, I think it's fantastic. That's right. Haters have been around for centuries, man. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about it. You're doing just fine. Just do what mm-hmm. you want to do. Some, if, you know. <laughs> And that's what I do with Radio What. People ask me, hey, what music do you play on there? I, I play whatever I like. It, mm-hmm. If I like it, maybe somebody else is going to like it. If you don't, hey, don't listen to that station. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah, if you're playing stuff that you like, somebody's going to like it too. People are mm-hmm. people, man. And, and, and like I, and like we've already established, people are more the same than, than you might think. So, yep. <laughs> you know, the, you get polarized and, no, just – Every, if, if everybody get, just got together and had a conversation, somewhat like we're having, Mr. Caleb Hatley, mm-hmm. <laughs> the world would be a much better place, wouldn't it? It would. All right. Like, ah, uh, yeah. Like, you know, I'll go from listening to Chicago, to Bob Dylan, then to Rush, then maybe to um, Chuck Berry, then all the way to the Greta Van Fleet, just all over the place. And then sometimes I'll get some rap in there. You know, I like Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm playing music at at, at you know at these parties, uh, doing the DJ thing, and and they'll uh, now they've they've gotten accustomed to it. They hey, what's the theme mm-hmm. tonight? And I'll go. Uh, well, you did graduate. Oh, 1977. Yeah, that's the theme tonight. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so you know, and and I'll come up with blues, and they're like, hey, can you play a line dance? No, no, I really, no. I really don't want to. But I, I will if you ask me again. So no. <laughs> But if I can get away without doing it, oh, that'd be great, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and and being a party band, a cover band, you're gonna be working, man. You're gonna be oh, yeah. working hard, you know. And and then when you start writing songs, ah, that's the next level. That's oh, I can't wait. Yeah, I've been pushing for the band to be uh, to write songs. So just you know, yeah. If you have ideas, throw them out there, even if they're the littlest, because I, that's what I do. Is I don't, I'm not a fan of the Garage Band app. It's just I can't use it. I'm an old man when it comes to it. <laughs> but um. So what I do is if I have a cool lick or something, I'll record it, record me playing, and then I hope I come back to it. Right. And Jack like already figured it out. When mm-hmm. he went to L.A., uh, oh, yeah. he, he had like a 15-second rip, and they turned it into a whole song. Oh, I know, right? It's insane. Yeah. Like, oh, that, so you were saying? speaking of that, yesterday I came up with this riff, and I handed it to Jack. And yeah. I'm like, hey, can you? I'm struggling with this a bit. Can you help me write a, um, a chorus for it? Sure. Like a chorus progression. And uh, he's like, sure, just give me some time. And so today we uh, had a call, and um, he gave me this um, this chorus progression. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. Just built off that one riff, and it's like, whew, this is going to turn into something. And I'm hoping it does. If it is, it sounds like we're going to play it live, because the music's coming along awesome. It just, it's just, Bad Habit as a band is coming, you know, is finally becoming, like, as one, yes. as a whole. Yes. And, um... You think it's a good line? The music's, oh yeah, I think it's fantastic. Everyone on their instrument is just top notch. 
Sam in the back. I, he he's gonna hate me for this, but he's he's a Ringo style player. He's just he plays <laughs> he just he he just plays you know what straightforward beats and you know adds fills in every once in a while. But I mean he's he's so good and he can switch it. He can switch it up. I know he can. Yeah, but Ringo he, um, Ringo sang. Mm-hmm. Come on, oh, Sam, sing a song. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. We almost almost got him to one time, but he was like, no, he backed out. <laughs> the day he does will be. Will be the day. I could feel it coming in the air tonight. Oh, I'll Hint, try to push that one wink. just for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring that to next practice. No, but it, it seems uh, well with that's that little riff you you bringing it to Jack that he's mm-hmm. learned some things in L.A. and he, mm-hmm. he learned how to how to pull things out and, and what he was saying that he, he learned a little bit about the business and and how to uh, develop music into something and mm-hmm. man the the four of you oh just together oh yeah. And Zach, Zach just—he's so good. He's—he's he's able to. If he has an idea, he's able to make it into a song right then and there, like music, lyrics, and all that. Yeah, he's it's a just, songwriter he's, himself. I mean, mm-hmm. I know he has—he has other interest in in solo, but just oh yeah, being part of the band, he, he has to know. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, even Aerosmith, uh, you know, did solo stuff, and and mm-hmm. Queen, and and shoot, you know, the other bands have done it. The, yeah and, and the rolling stones for that matter have yeah I, they, yeah they i have, think there's nothing wrong with it there is nothing it's, wrong with solo stuff uh, uh, <laughs> what was it uh john fogarty he got sued in the 80s for sounding oh, too yeah. much like credence what yeah <laughs> what uh-huh. i've heard about that <laughs> yeah the craziest <laughs> thing of course man <laughs> i'm the front man yeah. <laughs> so. yeah um i think if you you can have a band and then also, the people in that band can release solo projects. Yeah, they could be individuals. You know, a band has a sound. Like even Queen, who do so many different things, have a sound to them. Yes. So you can't have like, for instance, Bad Habits kind of fusing into this like bluesy hard rock band. Yeah. And um, Zach is really into punk and all that. So yeah. and you know he'll record punk songs, and we've told him like it's not really, it wouldn't really fit well into the uh, bad habit you know if we were to make an album it wouldn't fit well into the track list right i mean it'd be diverse definitely but it would kind of throw the flow off the album so we're like you are completely fine going out and you know releasing we will help you yeah to release it as a solo thing like i've openly come out and said hey i'll create some bass lines for you for your solo music if you want all the beatles have pretty, pretty good solo careers too oh definitely you know so yeah and uh, it all sounded so different from the beatles oh for like, sure <laughs> For sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 man. Thank you so much, Caleb Hadley, for <laughs> no problem for coming on and talking to me, man. We've talked about a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. We've gone pretty long here. So, mm-hmm. uh, What do you have going on tomorrow? Tomorrow? Um, it's my six-month anniversary with my girlfriend. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, what do you got planned? Oh, um, wait, probably shouldn't say Yeah, that. I would say. I'm going to post this up probably in the next hour or so. <laughs> I would say, but if she listens to it, I don't want it to be spoiled. Oh, she's a, nice. she's, I don't want to go too much into her, you know, personal stuff, but. No, know, it's fine. She's, uh, so the 18th was her graduation. The 20th was her birthday. And the 23rd, which is tomorrow, is going to be our anniversary. So I got a bunch of stuff lined up. But, wait, um, wait she know, graduated already? Mm-hmm. She's a she was a senior. She's right ahead of me. You going to the older woman there? 
Uh, I shall not say. Nice. Nice. <laughs> no, but she's she just caught my eye. Oh, that's hot. Just so happens she's a senior. That's which I mean, like, score. I could be like, hello, my other friends. You know, I'm dating a senior. <laughs> I'm dating. No, it's, no, it's nice. <laughs> no, it's nice I, to have somebody. Love is a wonderful thing, man. Yeah, it is. It's really nice. And, you know, I'm really happy I have her. Well, cool, man. Happy, happy six months tomorrow. I shall. <sighs> Anything uh, coming up for Caleb Hatley in the near um, future? Other than just more work with bad habit and just trying to master my instruments, nothing much. More bad habit, man. Mm-hmm. Caleb Hatley. You think we covered it? I think we've covered it. Oh, man. That's just a little taste of Caleb Hatley. I know you just got, a bit. You I could go on for ideas. hours. Oh, for sure. For <laughs> sure. Man, I could too. But I, I, I know some at some point we got to stop, man. But uh, maybe perhaps down the line I'll, I'll get the four of you together in a room and we'll just uh, we'll do this all face-to-face. Which oh, is yeah. always better. It's always better mm-hmm. than on the phone. Uh, yeah, I'll come to wherever you guys are, man. And uh, what's the next That'd show? Sweet. The, the next show you got? Next show is in Russellville on the 29th. It's the I'm not bank. sure of the gig, which At is so old it's so not good. No. At the old bank. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You know that. But um, the big major one, which is in our, the reason I can't really remember that is we're, we're from Little Rock. Little Rock's Bad Habits sponsor. Follow us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, I'm not really too familiar with Russellville, but we're going up there for the first time on the 29th. If you're there, you should check us out. Um, June 1st, we're at Stickies. Yeah. That's the show I've been hyping up to everyone around. That's the big one. You know, that's the big one. No, but you're going to like the old bank. Uh, the only downside is you got to huff your stuff upstairs. But once you get up mm-hmm. there, oh, it's a nice. Oh, it's upstairs? Nice yeah, yeah. You got to go. That's going to be sweet. Yeah, uh, you'll be upstairs, but the most of the patrons will be downstairs. So you'll be playing down to them. Now, it, it was an old bank, so you'll see there's like a uh, a, a, a vault still there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and it's good food, far, you know, as far as I know. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and I know. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Cab over Pete plays over there, and they were at that strawberry festival that you were oh, at. Okay. And unfortunately, I think it got rained out before they played. Oh, that's terrible! I was talking to Jason Lancaster, their guitarist, today about it, and he says, "Yeah, yeah, it got rained out before we got a chance to play." So I was like, "Oh, that's not fun. like that yeah, happens, to everyone." Yeah. So uh, yeah, and I know you have an acoustic uh, backup plan. That's mm-hmm. well, what's your acoustic backup uh, for the bass? Um. Luckily, it's not much different from acoustic bass to bass, so I, I usually just stick to bass, mainly because I don't have an acoustic bass. Yeah, but okay, you know, it's not much different. Now I'm gonna put put. Yeah, you need to bring a stand up. <laughs> eventually, oh, I, I eventually it'll happen. It, I have. I, it will. It will. When you make Anybody your first million, it'll happen. <laughs> oh yes, it's it will be mine. <laughs> it will. That'll be the day. That'll be so awesome. All right, Caleb Hadley, and uh, I'll definitely put all your social media on on uh, the show notes and i'll have this thank thing you, up there you. man thank you so much for chatting so, with me caleb thank Hadley, you on the and if what we can ma- do it yeah we can do another one anytime that'd be great oh, i really enjoyed this now we'll go down the line for sure oh, all right chit-chatting with caleb hatley of the, <laughs> of the bad habit band little rocks bad habit any other places to find you on social media um i'm mostly on instagram just one three five seven dot caleb <laughs> okay <laughs> it's a play it's a play on it's a play on some other usernames <laughs> i joke around a lot <laughs> sounds mathematical <laughs> to me thank yeah. you so much caleb hatley thank you oh man party people 
How about that? How about that well-spoken young man? 17 years old? What? He was speaking like he's 30. Come on, man. The kid's got brains, and he's got skills on the guitar and the bass, and he wears some cool sunglasses. Caleb Hatley, get to know him. Get to know all the boys of Bad Habit at badhabitrocks.com. Yeah, I've collected the whole set of action figures, Bad Habit action figures. I love it. Thank you so much for listening to the program, What Makes You Famous. That's it for this episode. Yeah, if you want to tell your story, give me a call at 501-470-6386 or email info at radiowhat.com. This is Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Radio What, the music you want. Hey, guys, this is Shelly G with a fast fact. On average, a movie makes about five times more from its DVD sales than ticket takings. Do you have a fast fact? Share it with us at Interactive Radio, RadioWhat.com. Hey, guys. This is Shelly G. She said, what? Well, you are going to have to listen to the countdown to hear what I say. And make sure to keep listening to Radio What for more information and trivia. She said, what?